Good morning, Rabotai. Regarding the halachot of muktze, we are discussing the third category, actually the fourth category. We'll call it the fourth category. We spoke about so far muktze machmat chisron kis. These are very expensive. We spoke about something that's a klimelachtole isur, something that's a vessel, but it's used for a forbidden purpose on Shabbat, like a pen or a hammer. We spoke about things that are klimelachtole heter, things that are permitted. Because they are a kli, like forks, just you can't carry things for no purpose. And then we have the fourth category, which is muktze mahmad gufo. Muktze, because it's intrinsically muktze, which means it doesn't have any shape or form to it. It doesn't have the characterization of a kli, of a vessel. Whatever would be a vessel that would be susceptible to tumah, would mean that it's ready to use on Shabbat, hence it's not muktze. The word muktze means, it means removed from his, from his mind. Whereas if you have something that was not ever ready or fit to be used for human beings, like earth, stones, and the pebbles and the like, that's called muktze. And that's why you're not allowed, you know, any stone on Shabbat is inherently uh, that's obvious. Now the question is, all types of um, peels of, of food that are not really uh, to be used, or bones for that matter. So the Shukhan Aruch and Siman Shinchet discusses um, different, uh, different uh, bones that dogs would eat, and different shells that, that dogs would eat. Even though humans don't eat them, but dogs would eat them. So the Shukhan Aruch says, that if they are automatically that means that it is not considered garbage it's considered dog food so even if you don't have a dog it would be okay Shulchan Aruch says in Sif Chavtet anything that is ra'ui from ma'achal behema chayave of let's say a chicken that is matsui now what does the word matsui mean? matsui means it is common and here you're going to have a very big discrepancy what is called if you have animals that eat those things are common, hence it would be considered a status of food. So, Rav Ben-Siyon writes that if you have a dog in, in, in Rav Ben-Siyon is in um, is in Perik Chavav, Amudesh Tetzayin in Or Litzion Chelik Bet, that if you have a dog that's, a, that's on the other side of the city, you don't have dogs over here. You, you're, you, you, you're, you're, there's no dogs on the other side of the city, he, he writes. So that's not considered ra'uy letiltul. And uh, the people take issue with this. Rav Ovadi Yosef has he'arot on or litzion, chelek tet, in yibiyomer orachayim siman kuf chet, note kuf nun dalid. He writes that as long as in the city you have dogs, that is considered ra'uy. You don't have to have the dog right over here uh, ready to eat the thing. It matters if it's called the status of food. It seems to be that that is the that is the simple understanding. Like Rav Ovadi Yosef, Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach in Shmirat Shabbat Kilchata says further that even if you're even if even if it's not something that your city necessarily has, but but it's it's a place it, it's something that's called dog food. That's also enough. That's what he writes in Shmirat Shabbat Kilchata Perik Yud Bet Tzadi Aleph. So it seemed to be that 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 we are trying to cl- clarify what is considered. The status of food, and even if you don't use it yourself, but it's it's got it's got the status of food. That 
That would seem to be the, the halacha. Now, this also comes with ramifications, all types of pits that you would throw away. So if it's pits that no animal would eat, or eggshells. So eggshells, the Ben Ishchai already writes, that you cannot consider eggshells uh, something that's a, that, 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 that animals eat because it hurts them. Even though some animals would want to eat them, it's, it's, it's muktzeh. Ben Ishchai writes this in Parashat Miketz, Tedvav, and also the Sefer Zechor Le'Avraham, they write that eggshells are considered muksin. Nobody's going to eat an eggshell. Therefore, when you eat an egg on Shabbat, you have to be careful that when you take apart the egg, you just leave the eggshell aside and you don't touch it. Pistachio shells, uh, uh, the Shulchan Aruch discusses um, date, date pits, or for that matter, uh, or for that matter, uh, um, olive pits, all of those are muktzeh. So when you finish eating, you just leave them on the table. So if you take them off the table, we're going to discuss another halacha when it's so dirty that it's considered a something that's disgusting. So that's another hetter. But for the moment, they say that the gaon Vilna by mistake he touched shells that he wasn't supposed. He fainted on Shabbat because he touched muktzeh. That's the that's the importance that that this is what the category of muktzeh machamad gufo something that's intrinsically muktzeh, that unless it's got a status of a shem of food. Now, which would mean that apple, the biur halacha speaks about, in, in Sifkatan, Lamed, Dibur HaMatchil, Galine, Tmarim, that apple shell, uh, apple pits, and, and even orange peels, that's not necessarily muktzeh, because people could eat them in a time of difficulty. People, people could eat those. I don't know about orange peels, the truth is it. He says, says, but all types of, uh, but, but, but pits that, that, that sometimes can be eaten, like watermelon pits, sometimes people eat watermelon pits, that would not necessarily be muktzeh. But something that nobody eats whatsoever, that is called muktzeh. Chazaku baruch.